0: On Sao, welcome to Afternoona Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, three American romance novelists discussing all things K-romance from a writer's lens. We fangirl over our favorite actors and actresses, talk up our trope addictions, and nerd out on K-drama deep dives. We'll throw in a few K-pop and K-skincare wrecks for good measure, because why not ride the You wave all the way to shore? So grab some duck bokeh and listen to your new favorite unease. Hey, everybody. So this is Leah here. And you know, I realized in the last couple of weeks, that something that we have not done on Afternoon of Delight for a while has been snacks. And snacks are short kind of bite sized episodes that you can listen to pretty quickly and then get on with your day. And I am in Australia and I decided, you know, I'm going to go rogue. I'm going to make a snack and my inspiration for it is that I'm currently visiting a good friend up on the Sunshine Coast, uh, which is in Queensland, north of the city of Brisbane. And something that kind of connects us is that she also likes to watch dramas, which is exciting because I don't have very many friends in real life who ever like to watch Korean dramas. So I am going to do a snack with my friend Jack today. So Jack, I'm gonna introduce you. She is a little introverted and very shy. And so, you know, this is a growth moment for her and I've reassured her that this will not be a scary process and we're going to have lots of fun. So, Jack, do you want to just introduce yourself quickly? Maybe your name, uh, you know, a little bit about like what you do for work and then I'll ask you some questions.
1: Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Jacqueline, short Jack or Jackie. So I'm actually Singaporean. I'm living in Australia because I married an Australian man. What do I do for work? I'm actually a health and phys ed teacher at a primary school here in Sunshine Coast. And she's extra smart because she's
0: currently working on finishing up her PhD as well.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't think that's extra smart, but thank
0: you. And um, part of what gets her through the stress of um, her PhD is her slight addiction to Korean dramas. (laughs) And also what keeps her preventing from just going full binging on Korean dramas is her PhD. So. (laughs) So one of the reasons I wanted to talk to Jack is because... She has a drama that means a great deal to her. In fact, I am going to go out on a limb and say she is one of the super fans for this particular drama. And it's the one we're talking about today, which is Descendants of the Sun. Yay! <laughs> so this is a Kim Eun Suk driven drama. Kim Suk has also done Goblin, Airs, uh, Mr. Sunshine. And Descendants of the Sun is a drama we have not talked about on the podcast, even though it's very popular. And one of the reasons is because Megan hasn't watched it. And Amy and I watched it together and had different opinions. I liked it okay. I mean, I was happy with it. I enjoyed myself and kind of moved on with my life. Amy didn't like it at all. And uh, Jack, as we're going to see today, likes it quite a bit. (laughs) So we're going to talk about it from the perspective of somebody who liked it, kind of, to somebody who really liked it. And hopefully it'll be a fun conversation. So I'm just gonna give a quick summary about Descendants of the Sun. No real spoilers here, just kind of the overall setup. And I'm pulling this information from Asian wiki to just kind of like capture it and sum it up. So we have Shi Jin played by Song jun ki and he is the captain of uh, special, he's a captain in the special forces. And at the beginning of the drama, we see him catch a motorcycle thief who gets injured in the capture and is sent to a hospital. And um, when he realizes that his cell phone was stolen by the thief, he goes to the hospital to retrieve it. And in the emergency room, magic happens because Shijin meets Dr. Mo Yun, who is played by Song Kyo for the first time. And it is a very much uh, love at first sight trope. So he falls for her immediately. Yan, I wouldn't say, falls for him immediately, no. She kind of assumes that he's part of, like, the thief's criminal gang, and he has to prove that he's actually a soldier. So they begin to date, but due to, like, the stresses of their jobs, their dates don't go very well. And Shijin ends up taking an order to lead his soldiers on a peacekeeping mission to a fictional country of... Oh. Irk. <laughs> like the best name for a fictional country. You know, meanwhile, uh, Mo Yun is back at home and she's upset because she's looking to advance herself in her career. She wants to become a professor of medicine, but due to a colleague's privileged background, she's kind of overlooked for advancement. So they, you know, they do have some philosophical discussions. I think there's like a big theme that the writer was trying to hone in on, on how Xi Jin is a soldier can have to sometimes like kill to protect lives whereas Moyon as a doctor is trying to save all lives. Um so anyway things happen and they both end up in Irk together. <laughs> uh doctor and a soldier. And you know kind of that's where we kind of go with like the core thrust of the drama. So Jack just first off how many times have you watched this drama? Ten <laughs> times. 10, t- Ten full times, mostly. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's a lot for any measure. And that's what, I guess, fascinated me and is the reason I wanted to have this conversation today. So what keeps you coming back for more? And it's okay if that reason is Song <laughs> well
1: Ki. Well, he's part of the reason. Um, the other reason is because of the chemistry between the two main leads. I think it's very, very candid and it's very sweet. I just... I just like it's like um, I don't know. It just it just puts me into a different world altogether, like mm-hmm. a magical world, fantasy world, where I can just like I just when I whenever I watch it, I just feel like I wish to be that doctor. I wish to be standing opposite the soldier and experiencing what she's experiencing, mm-hmm. and being able to communicate, you know, in, in that funny teasing way together with him. Um, just puts me into a different world, really, basically.
0: Yeah. So sometimes on the podcast, what we talk about is this idea of kind of um, universal fantasies that happen in fiction. So they're like kind of like fantasies that like people can project themselves into. And one of them is kind of, you know, where I think Descend- Descendants of the Sun have some of these universal fantasies is one um, that like love at first sight. That's yeah. like very intense and powerful. Yeah. Another is kind of being whisked off to a, like a different location. That's kind of intense to have that relationship. So, I mean, I can see how it gets tied into it. And something that um, I'm curious about, too, because you've watched it 10 times is do you feel like in rewatching it, like because the story is familiar and you kind of already know what you're going to get, do you feel like it's like a stress reduction or like how do you like when you do this rewatch? I'm just curious, like what
1: keeps you coming back for it? It makes me go back to that first feeling when I first watched it that. Oh, this is so lovely. So you I, keep having that feeling. Yeah, I keep having s- that feeling. The same feeling over and over again. And it just rekindles my, I would say love, but my my interest in the captain, really.
0: Okay. Yeah. So are there other dramas? Because you've watched other dramas. Are there other dramas
1: that you've watched multiple times? Um, there's actually one other, and it's airs, but okay. it's not as many times. I think I've watched it three times. Okay. Okay. Mm. So
0: Kim Eun Suk in, so you he watched Heirs, yeah, yeah, and you've watched Descendants of the Sun. Have you? But you have not watched Goblin. Did you watch Goblin? I only watched a little bit of it
1: and wasn't too keen. On wasn't that, into unfortunately. it, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Okay, no worries. And then, did
1: you watch King Eternal Monarch? You Tried that. Yes, I tried that, but not a big. Not a big fan. I like min Ho, but because the female lead wasn't all that. You're not Kim Eun in my in my view yeah so Um. sometimes
0: we do have differing opinions (laughs) on um the attractiveness of different cast members jack is a hard (laughs) a hard member to please in that so what is a fun fact about junkie that might surprise listeners
1: uh, I think what I really like is his all roundedness. Like, I think he was a national speed skater, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, that was something that I did not know about that you shared with me that was a big surprise. Yeah, so he's very athletic. That's one. And because I love sport too, so that really appeals to me. And then on the other hand, not only is he sporting and athletic, he's also very smart. Apparently, he scored 380 out of 40 points for his national exam in Korea, and he made it to the top university in korea Sungkyunkwan kun kwan university if i'm not wrong so he's an all-around package
0: of like highly fit highly smart, smart and very charming yeah not
1: not great looking but charming yeah charming is the word yeah yep. and not great No,
0: to be so honest he,
1: to me he only looks really good in his military uniform well yeah let's
0: get to that soon (laughs) okay (laughs) so one thing about descendants of the sun if you have not watched it um and you're kind of on the fence and you're trying to decide if this is going to be a drama you're going to commit to i will say that i think it puts the drama in melodrama because besides love and death in war-torn irk (laughs) you know we have cars dangling on the edge of cliffs we have very infectious disease outbreaks there's abductions so would you say that for you and like your personal taste are you normally a fan of action dramas or movies totally not okay that's i didn't feel like you didn't seem the type so yeah i didn't really you didn't strike me as somebody who loves action movies if i can you know you're totally right um but how does the action work for you in this drama because this drama is a lot of action
1: yeah I think the part that I really didn't like that, like the cliff, the one where the car was hanging over the cliff, that's fine with me. The one with the disease, that's fine. But the one with the very dark abduction and the money and the killing, I didn't like that. Okay, but yeah. overall,
0: the good parts of the drama were outweighing the. Oh yeah. Yep.
1: So when you're rewatching
0: it for you know like the ninth or tenth time, do you fast forward the yes, sections? Yes, I do. Okay. Totally. So the sections <laughs> yes. you don't like at this point, you're happy to move through it. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Um, okay. So this is something that I think this is a reason I didn't fully connect to the drama. Um, I was willing to like overlook it because I found other parts more charming. Um, but for my co-host, Amy, she was not a big fan of the female lead. And so, you know, one of the big conflicts in this is how, um, Mo Yun is hesitant about becoming a military girlfriend. Do you feel like her, um, you know, her fears on this, are relatable or do they feel like they get aggravating
1: uh, it's relatable I can understand why because she's a doctor and they made an oath they took an oath that all life is important and mm-hmm. that you know in any circumstances she is they are meant to save lives and because her values conflict with um, Sijin's oh I can't say Sijin yeah Sijin yeah, yeah his, his values being a soldier so yeah it's a hard one Yeah. And so the push pull, like
0: you find that that's compelling enough that you. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, for me, I felt like there were times where the push pull. So, one thing that's interesting in this drama, I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but something I think that is interesting is we see the main couple, even though they have a push pull, by kind of like episode four, they're pretty much couple like a couple yeah and i would say the bigger kind of like will they or won't they comes from the second male lead um and female (laughs) lead which is unusual like a lot of times they're more of like the like standard couple whereas like the main couple might be more of the will they or won't they yeah so um so yeah but you like the fact that they kind of like invest early and then it's like a lot of them hashing out like how they're going to make it work
1: yeah but also it's interesting because there's one part in the series where i think they august the main Antagonist guy, mm-hmm. he was shot, and then there was this part where si Jin was saying, "Can you save him?" Mm. Whereas for her, she said, "I don't want to save him because that would mean that he would be killing more lives mm. or hurting more lives." So that was a total reversal of their values. So yeah, well, yeah, so yeah. That was that's an interesting, interesting part.
0: twist. And uh, the villain in this movie is um, David McKennis, who is in. Quite a few dramas. He's actually um, Korean-American, I think, uh, raised in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which is in my brain. I'll check that out to like confirm, but I'm almost positive. Um, you know, I have to say, he wasn't my favorite character in this. I felt like he was a little cheesy. I liked him quite a lot in Mr. Sunshine, where he plays the character of Kyle, which is such a weird name to have in a drama as well. But I thought his kind of, like, weirdly goofy sense of humor worked okay in Mr. Sunshine, whereas in this one... I don't know, his character just never, it always bugged me. Yeah. He kind of plays a soldier who had been, who kind of went wrong and went mercenary, Mm. and has lots of cheesy lines. Mm. What do you think about the English in this drama, when they go into
1: English? I don't like it. I think there's too many pauses, especially when the Koreans, like, Sijin speaks in uh, English. Too many pauses like, You. Don't. Touch her. Yeah. They're, I mean, like,
0: they're working really hard. And I mean, like, look, I am not going to pass judgment given that if I was trying to speak, I mean, how hard was it last night when I was trying to say, uh, bow, bow. Okay. <laughs> we're talking, did I get it right yet? Bow. Bow. That's right. There we go. We were talking about <laughs> bow buns and I was saying bow and I was told it was Bow, <laughs> and I am not good at tonal language. I can tell you that. So anyway, I don't want to be pointing big figures, but I will say that like it did kind of like pull me out of the drama multiple times. Like, <laughs> so okay, on to some of the good stuff. I think something that we can come together and agree is that um, the standout character in this drama is Xi Jin. Yes. And without big spoilers, what is a favorite moment for you with this character?
1: I think it's his ability to look really macho and strong and fierce and then also look really cute Mm -hmm. and soft and like a little boy. Um, His ability to be able to flip between the two, I think it's really appealing to me.
0: Yeah, he... I think there's a really famous, you know, scene that gets put into a lot of the clips for the drama. And it's the one where, um, he's walking across the tarmac Uh and he's got like the swagger and he's wearing the aviator sunglasses and she's got the scarf and the scarf like blows (laughs) off. And that is a very, um, iconic moment. And the energy he's bringing into that scene is a lot for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll never dislike the drama. No. Because of him, I think. Mm. Um, okay, so thoughts on the chemistry between um, the leads versus the chemistry of the second leads. Because this is something that I feel like we fall... I, I really am more invested in the chemistry that happens between the second leads in this drama. Mm. And then I like the main lead. But the female lead was like the weak link for me. But you really yeah, like the true. chemistry in the main leads.
1: Yeah, I just think it's really natural. Like even scenes like when they first met at the hospital and they were waiting to see the footage of the fight that was going on just to prove that Sijin was actually a soldier and he was innocent. The part where she put her hand on the rail to rest. Okay. And then he had his hand... I mean, he, did, he wanted to do the same thing too, but he accidentally touched her hand. Oh, yes. We have the finger, famous finger touching. Yeah. And then her reaction was just spontaneous and it was so natural. And I felt that, how do you act that yeah, you can't. well, you what's can't. A, what, another fun fact is that this
0: this was the Song, Song couple, Yeah. and so they did fall in love in the shooting of this drama, and they actually did marry. Sadly, yeah. that marriage was not destined to last no. more than a Long year, I, one and a half years. Yeah, maybe? it was a short-lived marriage. It was. But the chemistry that you are seeing in this in this show is real; like they are falling in love in the show in yeah. real life, yeah, and, as well as fictionally. Um whereas the um the trope that's kind of happening within the second leads is also interesting to me because this is normally the trope that we see in main lead couples which is parents disapproving of a relationship mm. and that keeping them apart mm. so we have a situation within the um the second leads where they're both soldiers so the conflict of like being in the military as like a driver apart for them isn't so much it's more the practicality of the military, keeping them apart, like they might be posted in different positions. And her father is like the general, right? Mm, so right. he's able to post uh, the guy she doesn't. he doesn't want the daughter to be with anywhere he wants that's not near the daughter. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. I just really liked their relationship better. Okay. And Wolf who is the second male lead is just like this big lug of a guy and that's just like never not like who doesn't know how to express his feelings yeah so like a true sundari character who just like yeah hard on the outside marshmallow on the inside (laughs) oh my gosh yeah he kills me okay so this drama is 16 episodes about an hour long each Mm.
1: episode so do you find it too long too short or just right it needs another episode. I want to find out what happens after. Like, the ending didn't do it for me. Okay. Where they all gathered at this dinner, wedding dinner, and then there was some siren that went off and that was it. I think it needed more than that. Yep. I just want to no. know... What happens to that couple? <laughs> so you wanted to get more of like an yeah, epilogue, more romantic. Them. Yeah,
0: you wanted to see babies, days at the park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So this is a romance. So no big spoiler that there is an HEA that is defined at the end of the rom of uh, the drama, which is nice to know because some people also when they're making a choice if they want to watch it or not, they want to know if it's going to end happily or not. Mm. Um, so yeah, in this case, it is safe to say this is a true romance with an HEA. For 16 episodes, I think it was about right. I will say that the, there were times in Irk. Look, I had a lot of situa I have a lot of criticisms over the dramas that happened in Irk, <laughs> But um, to me, it just became kind of cartoonish some of the dramas but at the same time like i was willing to be entertained like and i can be very nitpicky and so in this case i was like look it was kind of bananas but at the same time like why not if we're gonna have an earthquake and an infectious disease outbreak yeah. and a military like situation like yeah just keep throwing it on it's fine um okay something else i want to talk about that's a little left field but how do you feel like the drama soundtrack adds to the watching
1: experience because i think this is a beautiful soundtrack it is obviously gets you into the mood gets you feeling how the couples feel oh, how yeah how the, how the gets your emotions going
0: yeah i feel like i have listened to the soundtrack like independent of the mm. drama because i've only watched the drama once not the 10 times that you yeah. <laughs> and okay going back to the 10 times have you also just ever had times where you're just watching clips like you don't go back and watch the whole thing but you just watch like
1: no actually, okay
0: i do i you start do the from whole...
1: episode one okay <laughs> like some things And I fi- yeah, and I find that actually each time I watch I notice different things that I've not noticed earlier in the previous times that I've watched it. Um uh, like in the latest one I've watched I don't know. I've actually noticed that there was a scene between the second lead couple where they were in bed together. And you had missed seeing that Yeah, before. and I missed that. Ooh, saucy.
0: <laughs> so, okay. My co-host Amy, who you have not met. So she did not like this drama. Why would you say she is so very wrong?
1: I wouldn't say she's wrong. I would just say that. You're being nice. We can tell tell her she's wrong. No. It probably doesn't. I don't know. Why is she wrong? I don't know. So
0: she feels like it, she wasn't invested in the main couple. Yeah. The conflicts were all a bit too outlandish. You know, and like, I think it was just a bit cheesy for her.
1: Okay. Well, I feel the opposite. Yeah, so the <laughs> comedy—you like the comedy. The comedy was cute, yeah, t- and yeah. I like the lines. Yeah, the lines, the script was really like the funny bits are really funny.
0: Yeah, there is. So Kim eun Suk is known for doing like good comedy uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. and like with her writing team. And yeah, I thought there were some moments that were truly funny.
1: Yeah, I can remember one very uh, distinctly where um, Sijin was asking um, Mo-yin what her blood type was, mm-hmm. and she said your ideal type, and then he gave that, you know, really Uh smile, that cheeky, charming smile, and he said, continue, and then she said, "Um, I think your beauty type or something like that. So, you know, along those lines, yeah, there's a
0: lot of playful, flirty
1: banter between them.
0: Yes. Um, Okay, so is there anything else that you want to get off your chest about
1: Descendants of the Sun?
0: This is your chance to kind of get to tell the world why this is your top drama. Is there anything else that we should know about?
1: Because the couple's just so cute together. And it will just make you want to be part of it. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to probably watch it again for the 11th time or the 12th time when I have the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So
0: just pivoting a little bit off of Descendants of the Sun. We've been visiting. um, You've been very gracious in hosting us uh, for, you know, 10 days now. And in the last, you know, four or five days, um, so we, you know, when we got here, we always talk about dramas. And I had mentioned that one drama that I have liked is um, Moon Lover's Scarlet Heart Ryo. And you kind of like trundled off on your own and started watching it (laughs) and got like fairly far in like six episodes. Yeah. And then we joined forces because, you know, I am known to do a binge, but I hadn't binged in a while. And so the last like what three nights yeah, yeah. we really we basically knocked out well pretty much from 14 episodes yeah. 14 episodes that yeah, are like yes. an hour and 15 minutes each <laughs> um and that's and this drama is not lighthearted
1: no <laughs> so would you rewatch uh, Moon Lovers? Sadly, no, because the ending isn't what I want it to be.
0: Yes, so I will say that if you're looking for an H.E.A., a defined H.E.A., this is not going to be the drama for you. If you're looking for angst, like just layers of angst, plus every cute actor ever, like everyone is in this drama. Like we have so many people in this drama. I'm going to just pull up the cast list really fast so I can like rattle off.
1: Well, that's 14 prints. Yeah,
0: there's, there's 14 princes. So, okay. In this drama, we have Lee Jun Gi as mm-hmm. like the main, um, you know, kind of like smoldering uh, Phantom of the Opera type of, yeah. you know, lead. Then, you know, My my Bae, who I was able to bring you over to my side with Kong Ha Newell, because, yes. you know, on the podcast, what? I do talk about Kong Ha Newell a lot.
1: He is good looking.
0: We also have uh, Nam Joo Hyuk, who, ha- you know, start up many other things. Uh, Jisoo, who, you know, is good looking currently on, uh, has gone to the military because he had a scandal, but very cute. Um, and then we also have uh, Kyun, who is a singer from EXO, um, one of the K-pop groups. So I actually did not know this because, you know, I spent a lot of time fanning out over BTS, but EXO I haven't paid as much attention to, but he was the 10th prince. And we love The Tenth Prince. Oh. You saw me sobbing about The Tenth Prince. Like, The Tenth prince really was a character I liked. And so, yeah, I was like, who is he? Because he's so cute. And then I'm like, oh, he's like a super, super famous K-pop by Yeah, little boy. But he's not a little boy. He's like 30. He's got a little boy's face. He does. He has a little boy's face. But 30, he's well above my floor. He's not like, you know, <laughs> 21. Okay, so anyway, I just wanted to like, yeah, touch
1: on that one because I was curious if that was going to be, no. you know. Sadly no. That was my I do second watch, time. I do want to watch more of the main lead, actually, in other shows.
0: Lee Jungi, yeah. I feel like I can convince you on Yeah, I mean we really like him on the pod. He is definitely a favorite. And so yeah. I'll be giving you some recommendations that you can try out and see what you think about.
1: That sounds good.
0: Um all right. Well that's really it. It was a pretty painless, hopefully, uh, you know, conversation about um Descendants of the Sun. If you're on the fence, know that it's got a very handsome, cute and charming male lead. Not only
1: that, but the whole crew in the alpha team are good looking too.
0: Okay, this is great true. Yeah, we didn't talk about so the alpha <laughs> yes. team is the military team that's like stationed in Urk and they're kind of like the A team for like the special forces. Um On Po Yun is in this, who is also a favorite on the podcast and um he's um he actually doesn't have anything really tragic happen to him which is nice for umbo young often mm. picks uh, dramas where terrible things happen to him so unless he's just kind of hot that's piccolo yes they all have code names so we have piccolo we snoopy. have snoopy wolf. we have wolf what's the main lead's uh code name big boss big boss <laughs> 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 big, oh my god i forgot about that big boss <laughs> um yeah so the yeah that military team if you like that like band of brothers kind of bromance that's another big thing is i think there's lots of bromance in this because wolf and big boss you know they're besties they've been through it but the whole team kind of gets into it together and then they're also known um by the doctors at the base in irk as is it the doves yes and the doves go out for their morning uh run yeah shirtless shirtless runs jogs with their fatigues you know, their, their fatigued pants. Yeah. And they look very good. Yeah. So there's a lot of eye candy. So look for me, I would say that like this drama did not change my life. I will not watch it 10 times, <laughs> but I did enjoy it. And you know, if I was hanging out with Jack and wanted to like binge another drama, I'd be happy to watch it again. Um, but, um, but yeah, you may find that you're, you know, if you've watched it, more than 5 times let us know i would like to know if you're like and, and i'd also be curious if you're listening is there a drama you've rewatched many many times cuz i think at this point moon lovers was a rewatch for me i think i've watched crash landing on you mm. i've watched crash landing on you twice and then i've watched goblin 3 times but did not get to the end in be- the third watch i the end was too much for me so i kind of like cut it where it was still happy Um, And that's, you know, what I was able to do. So yeah, but I have not watched like something many, many, many times. So I was really fascinated by that aspect of it, which is one of the main reasons I wanted to chat today. (laughs) So thank you very much. It's been so fun to hang out today. We are going to be leaving as well. So she was really sweet to be able to agree to come on and talk to us. And um, yeah, so Descendants of the Sun, let us know what you think about it. Uh, Respond at Afternoon and Delight podcast on instagram or you can shoot us an email at afternoon and at gmail.com or you can head on over to patreon join the fun there and you know we have a lot of open threads on our patreon usually um a couple of times a month where you can get things off your chest and if you feel some kind of way about descendants of the sun because i feel like people really do they either kind of like like it or don't i feel like it's i'm rare i feel like and that i'm kind of middle of the road so let us know what you think Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much, Chuck. Thank you. Annyeong. Annyeong.
1: Thank you for listening to Afternoon Delight. Make sure to subscribe for more great K-Romance conversation. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Afternoon Delight Podcast for
0: more information on our podcast, behind-the-scenes photos, and, of course, pics of our favorite opas and anis. Annyeong.